I'm Dr. Amy Bader. And I'm Dr. Renee Rosenfeld. Welcome to Be Natural, a place to come for the latest buzz in natural medicine. Hi everybody, Dr. Renee here. And it's Dr. Bader. And we're going to talk about our thoughts on the keto diet and how we use it. Yeah. In our practices. It's a super popular diet right now. Yes. It's all over the internet. It's I've the had, biggest rage. I've had patients doing it. Yep. All my med students are doing it right now, which mm-hmm. was kind of funny. At the school the other teaching, Renee, mm-hmm. they were all like, yeah, I'm doing this keto and that mm-hmm. keto. So definitely it's something we want to address because we get a lot of questions about that. Yep. So the first thing we want to say about the keto diet is that it is what we would consider a therapeutic diet. Underlined, bolded, italicized, therapeutic diet. Right. As opposed to a lifestyle diet, which is something that you would do on an ongoing basis. Right. Right. So when we look at something as a therapy, a therapeutic diet, Mm -hmm. we're looking at using it for a certain length of time to accomplish a certain shift in someone's health. Correct. And so I think where people get confused is they think that all they're going to eat for the rest of their lives is just fat fat and like, I don't know, little kale or something. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not really how we as practitioners use it or kind of see it. Right. Um, So let me just talk, Renee, first about how I use it because I do use it often. yes. So when I use the keto diet, it is typically with people who, for starters, maybe they want to lose weight and they're on a plateau and we need to budge them off that plateau. Right. I have seen it be very helpful for people to do it for a couple weeks. Yes. Budge them off their plateau. And then when I have them bring the carbohydrates back in, I keep them kind of low. And we do very smart things like blueberries and sweet potatoes and and maybe more Good. those paleo style nutrient dense carbohydrates. Yes, exactly. Making sure you're getting a lot of vitamins and minerals along with fiber in those carbohydrate sources, right? Yes. So that's probably the the probably the most common mm-hmm. reason I yeah. use it. But it can be helpful for certain other like health issues, right? Yeah. So what are your favorite health issues to use this with? So the first one would obviously be obesity. That is a great way to shift the metabolism to start burning fat as fuel. Um, so obesity would be number one. Number two would be also like metabolic syndrome. So people that have like high triglycerides and high blood pressure and high fasting blood glucose um, to, to make a shift within the biochemistry of the body so that they can start, you know relearning about their appetite and about their hunger hormones and starting to shift their metabolism to where their body can create health and balance. And, um, I feel like that's really, really good. Um, also keto was really developed to help treat serious neurological disorders. Correct. So, that's kind of how it started, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how it started. That's my understanding. And, um, you know, neurological disorders like seizures and Alzheimer's and dementia and Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis, like those are the really important neurological diseases that can be 
really helped with the keto diet because the brain loves fat. Yeah. And neurological disorders usually. So when someone calls you a fat head, you can take it as a compliment. Compliment. Yes. You're being nourished by all that those good yeah. healthy fats. So. Yeah, but I mean those lipids are super important for the brain and it yeah. helps the brain communicate with yeah. itself, with the neurons, you know, yes. with each other. Yes. So those and then diabetes often can be um if you're trying to shift into a not a diabetic state, keto can be helpful. Yeah. Um I also see autism being mm-hmm. treated with keto quite a bit and then um traumatic brain injury, so TBIs and um oh yeah, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. That's like another one that mm-hmm. can be greatly treated by keto, but so it's I feel so Bader and I we our practices are super similar. And she does, I do weight loss, she does a ton of weight loss, and I do a lot of disordered eating. I do a lot yes. of treatment with, she does too, with disordered eating and healing your relationship to food. So if you have disordered eating, I don't necessarily recommend the keto diet for you because your adrenals have probably been deeply taxed in the past with, you know, yo-yoing or disordered eating or the stress around food. And so, you know... That wouldn't be something I would recommend for that. But all the other conditions we talked about, Mm -hmm. if you have a lot of weight to lose, um, if you're trying to, you know, shift a plateau, totally trying Mm -hmm. it, doing it for a couple weeks, just like Amy said, and then going back. And I also do a lot of carb cycling where you can do low carb days and then like super low carb days. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then eat carbs because your body needs them and then cycling through that. So there's a time and a place, but it's not a forever keep going Forever and ever, it, never yeah, not it, stopping thing. I use it's very individual how totally. I use. A lot of it's honestly, folks, is gut instinct on my part at this point yes. after sitting with patients for many, many years now. But when someone has an insulin issue, yes, you want to either rest the pancreas or you want to kind of resensitize keto. insulin receptors. PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome, yes, that was, oh, that was even cystic acne. Yes, like some of those kind of blood sugar dysregulation type problems can really I think if 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 anything just get a rest for the body around the insulin response remember insulin insulin is a hormone that surges when we eat carbohydrates yes and some of us surge more insulin than others because we're sensitive and Mm -hmm. insulin is super inflammatory so it's a hormone that can inflame you and it tells your body to store basically sugar and fat, yeah. right? So yeah. it's like store, 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 and inflame, inflame, inflame. And, and still so, terrible at the same time. Right, so yeah. to break that cycle, sometimes I'll just have someone do keto for like two weeks. Oh, totally. Just like rest everything, and then we're going to be very deliberate about when we bring the carbs back in yeah. and how. And sometimes, yes, I think it's brilliant to cycle those kind yes. of carb days for people. It, it can is, be so helpful. It can be so helpful. Um, I have a lot of my patients doing that and playing around with that, and it, it just it makes sure that the body knows it's not starving. Mm-hmm. And so that can be really, 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 really great. It is. I mean, you talk about like um, bodybuilders who have yes. these diets to lose all their body fat, yes. which isn't, in my opinion, Good. the super smart thing to do. Yeah, but nonetheless, it's, it's their sport. Sure. And I can respect that. They all have a cheat day. Yeah. That cheat day is to make sure their body is really an important part of how, why that works for them. Totally. Right. And so. 
Well, maybe we'll do another podcast at some point on the cheat day and what that can look like we're for gonna people. We're going to call it treat day. That's what <laughs> treat I call day. it. Treat day, not cheat day. Yeah, where I eat fistfuls of blueberries all day long right? for my carbs. I know. Um, but in general, though, they, they do tend to eat more of a carbo type, or a keto type style of eating, mm-hmm. my understanding is. And on that cheat day, like you were saying, they can cycle through some carbs and increase that. So, anywho, so that that... We just wanted to share our quick thoughts on keto yes. because it's so timely. It's a little bit of fad at the moment. Mm-hmm. I personally am not a fan of fads. Me either. Um, I think that this is honestly, this harkens back to the Adkins diet, which people just ate burgers and cheese and stuff and yeah. bacon. And that's not that's yeah. not necessarily the way you want to do it. But yeah. nonetheless, I, I do think it's smart to kind of step back when you see a fad like this and just kind of take you know does this make sense and physiologically this can be a really helpful little therapeutic diet Mm -hmm. to do for a little while with a lot of people and with this diet we both really recommend working with a practitioner who can guide you through this um because it's not something you want to toy with on your own so work with one of us work with someone else that's really well versed in the keto world and the keto conversation so they can guide you on Mm -hmm. what to eat and how you might feel and how to kind of navigate your day through this because it can make people feel all sorts of different ways um initially speaking like there's a thing called the keto Keto flu flu. i've had that before it's not enjoyable um but it's definitely you can totally get through it with the right counsel and the right people on your healthcare team I really like the book Ketotarian by Dr. Will Cole. He gives some really great nutrient-dense, veggie-heavy recipes for keto. Like keto, you can eat really good quality food with keto. It's not just cheese and butter. 100%. It needs to be a very healthy version of keto. Like like I said, like the Adkins diet, he was on to something when he developed that. Yeah. He had really... He'd really picked apart the physiology and yes. made some keen observations. Yeah. The problem was the translation yeah. was literally into high fat protein sources. Right. And that's not how you want to do this. No. I mean, honestly, you should be this we're talking like avocados at this point, not yeah. cheeseburgers. And right. so I I love the idea of of sharing that book, Renee, because I mm-hmm. think that that might help people to be able to gain a lot of nutrition from a keto diet yeah. versus miss a lot of nutrition. I think that yeah. fiber can be a problem too for people oh, doing absolutely. keto. Absolutely. So making sure there's something in in your world that's potentially compensating a little bit for the lack of fiber that you're right. going to see coming in with mm-hmm. a keto diet. I agree. Mhm. Okay. So there's our two cents. That's Is there anything yeah. else you want to say about that? You know, I really just think working with a practitioner when you're trying to figure out the right nutrition for you is most important. So I'm just going to leave y'all with that. Like yeah, exactly. With, if you want to do keto, I recommend working with someone who knows how to guide you in that land because it's your body and it's your health and it's really important to work with someone who's really smart and really knows what they're, <laughs> what they're saying and what they're doing. Yeah. Who yeah. knows every therapeutic diet under the sun like we do. <laughs> exactly. It's true. True that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks everybody for joining. Have a great day. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Be Natural Radio for more tips and tricks on how to live your healthiest life. 
This podcast is sponsored by Real Beauty Food, Inc., makers of skin tea. 